Welcome to Twin Talk. This is Joy, and I'm here with my sister Angie. And today we have a very special guest. My husband Jeff is here with us today. Would you like to say anything to our listeners? How are you doing? Thank you for inviting me on the show. Glad to have you. Glad to have you. I think this will be fun and very interesting having him on. Mm -hmm. Um, Today we're going to be discussing the book Ready Player One by Ernest Cline. It is a science fiction book, and Angie and I are not science fiction people, but my husband Jeff is a big science fiction type guy. Because science fiction becomes reality. You know, that's funny because I think that probably will come up during our discussion today, how many things in this book are actually becoming reality before our very eyes. So I'm going to read a little bit of background on the book. Ready Player One is a 2011 science fiction novel and the debut novel of American author Ernest Cline. The story, set in a dystopia in 2045, follows protagonist Wade Watts on his search for an Easter egg in a worldwide virtual reality game, the discovery of which would lead him to inherit the game creator's fortune. So the reason I, I like chose this book was that sounded fascinating to me, just kind of the, the storyline, the plot. Um, and so I did listen to it on Audible probably over a year again, and I re-listened to it for this podcast but anyway, the New York Times, it was on the New York Times bestseller list for several uh, weeks. But I'm just going to say this. I did a lot of research, and I read a tons of reviews on this. And for every person that loved the book, there was someone who absolutely hated the book. Um, <laughs> so anyway, my first question, and we'll just do ladies first, I guess. We'll let Angie go first. <laughs> but, ladies um, first. Angie... And I already know her true feelings about this, so don't hold back. But what was your overall impression of the book? Uh, well, okay, so my overall impression of the book was that it was very different than anything I'm used to reading. Because, you know, I, I don't read science fiction. As a matter of fact, it's probably the first science fiction book I've ever read. And I'm very, very happy that Jeff is here with us because I was thinking as I was listening to the audiobook, I thought I have absolutely nothing to contribute to this podcast because I don't understand half of what's going on you know I, I didn't play video games as a kid I was never interested in them and I, I recognize a lot of the references in the games but I'm just really glad Jeff is here because you know he'll be able to discuss this book a lot more uh, he'll have a lot more knowledge he'll have a lot more video games yeah. go yeah I and I do have a question what is a dystopia Oh, that's a good word. That was going yeah. <laughs> yeah. Utopia is when everything's perfect, like heaven, right? Well, okay, so dystopia is kind dystopia of opposite. I think dystopia is the opposite. I mean, I would have to look up the meaning, but mm, I don't well, think it's good. Well, I mean, the book is like an apocalyptic, it, you know, post-apocalyptic. That it makes sense. Dystopia makes sense because, you know, they're literally living in these dumps. They've got right. uh, trailers. <laughs> They've got these trailers are stacked. <laughs> Oh boy, this might be a long podcast. We've got we've got a married couple who's already laughing at each other. Uh, uh, it's a post-apocalyptic event. She she found that funny. I just wonder how long it would be taking that word in there. I I think the reason Joy's laughing is because Jeff he likes post-apocalyptic subjects and enjoy. Okay, well, here's my question, though. Is this really... Well, I even wrote part one. Okay, I always thought (laughs) post-apocalyptic meant, like, 
after what life was like after a nuclear war or what life was like after some mm-hmm. huge worldwide like catastrophic, catastrophic event. event. Well, this book, yes, it's they, had had, they of, had had a few events, but nothing like nuclear war, nothing mm-hmm. like... Well, they had all the wars and all the disease and all the... Yeah, okay. I have to disagree with you because the... Maybe I missed that. Did they oh, talk they, about yeah. the events yes, that they happened? talked about uh, energy crisis and uh, uh, numerous wars. and okay. they, they made it sound like they had... So they had run the game. Yeah. Okay, I think I must have missed that. Yeah. So, Jeff, yeah. what was your overall impression of well, the book? Well, obviously, I liked it. You did like yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, okay. I liked the book... Uh, not as much as the movie. I mean, I like the movie, but uh, the book I like because of all the references to the 80s and post-apocalyptic. There you go. <laughs> okay. Um, so, would you... Well, let's go back to Angie. Would you recommend the book? I would recommend it to someone like Jeff. Like mm-hmm. someone like our age. And, you know, everybody knows we're close to 50. And Jeff's only a few years younger than us. So, he yeah. grew up in the same era we did. I was in junior high yeah. when the guys were in high school. So, yeah. Jeff, I mean, can you just growing up thinking of the buddies you grew up with? Oh, yeah. Would they, would, would I think, I just men, men, I think general, men in general mm-hmm. that grew up in the 80s would like this book. I would think so, too. So, you think people, and we're all children of the 80s, like Angie just said, we all, Angie and I graduated in 89, and Jeff graduated in 80, uh, I'm sorry, 92. So, we're all pretty close in age. So you think uh, anyone who's to me anyone who's interested in eighties pop culture, mm-hmm. uh, like you said, video games, sci-fi. Well, eighties video enjoy games. It's, it's has nothing of the new video games. It's yeah, you're all right. The okay. old video games, which you know. Okay. Well, let's get into the video games for just a minute. So much. This is basically a huge video game that they're trying yes. to, uh, that they're trying to win, and it's like they're living inside a video game. Yes, they're this. in. Most of the book takes place in the the Oasis, which is this virtual reality world, right? Which they have now, a virtual reality. Yes. It's, it's headed that way, so it's only a matter of time. Mm. So, my question is, as scary. we're... Scary. <laughs> very scary. Well, you think people, you know, kids these days are, you know, disconnected? Mm-hmm. They're really going to be. Yeah, I think it's going to keep continuing to get worse. Ah, probably so. Well, let's talk about the video games. Angie and I talked about this earlier, but, I mean, obviously, we recognized references to Pac-Man. And I recognized Joust. Mm -hmm. I remember that game. And we recognized Um, when he talked about Atari and things like that. But I think Jeff had much more experience growing up with mm -hmm. some of the references in the book. So Mm -hmm. I want to give him a chance. Tell us, what video games do you remember playing that you read about in the book, do you remember playing growing up, and what well, kind of systems did you have? Well, I mean, uh, I remember all of the the references. You know, you talked about Asteroids, Defender, Joust. I tried to get you guys to play, mm-hmm. but you guys shot me down. So. <laughs> well, I wanna, go. I'm going to play, but we just didn't have time before. the. I didn't want to do it before the podcast, but I definitely want to try to play it someday. So did you have you know, Atari? I had an Atari, okay. and then from Atari to television. Well, we started out with Pong, which was like tennis. I on, remember that. So what, on would, TV. what would have been the first video gaming system? What I was would that? say that one Pong, Pong game. Oh, okay. It was just paddles and yeah. Okay, so but that was kind of the... The Atari was like the first... Probably, the one that had controllers? It had, it had one joystick. button and a joystick, and you played. I think I remember that. Okay, and then, so what, what, and then what, what came after Atari? 
Oh, there was in television, and then mm-hmm. there's well, and then you get into the Nintendo, okay, Playstations, and all that. But in the eighties, it was just so it kind of went, went PlayStation Nintendo. and then Xbox, maybe. Well, or, it went yeah. I mean, got to those I know there's more later. than that, but okay. what were your favorite? What were your games to play in the eighties? In the eighties, well, once you got into the Nintendo, then it was like Zelda and Final Fantasy. Do you remember going to arcades when oh, you were yeah. in high school, junior yeah. high, high school? Yeah, absolutely. Playing Tempest and Galaga, Asteroids, Defender. I'm just curious. Spy Hunter. What arcade did you go to? Just out of the curiosity. Phoenix Village one, and then also okay. the mall. That was the only two that uh, was. Was then, there was there one in Central Mall? Yeah, there was, and there was, was one in Phoenix by El Village Chico. Mall. I used to work at El Chico's. Oh, you did? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I learned yeah. something. The reason I asked you is because. Dustin Graham, who used to be a reporter for uh, the Greenwood Democrat, he did an article one time on Phoenix Village Mall, and yeah. he talked about going to an arcade, yeah. a video yeah, arcade, there was an arcade in there. Okay, in there. he said he spent many hours in many there. Many hours in there for me also. So did it cost like? Did you use tokens yeah. or did you use? It was money? tokens then. Okay, but you would change them out for tokens. You would get you would get money. In, oh, and you got ten tokens. Okay. Kind of like So it's kind of like your mom would give you so much money. Hey, mom, right. I'm going to the arcade. I Actually, just money. a couple bucks because we didn't have that much money. Okay. But <laughs> if you got really good, the games would last yeah, a, a lot longer. Yeah, it would last forever. Yeah. Did you play that game Centipede? Yeah. I always thought that was kind of fun. Nah, I wasn't oh, really into Centipede. Oh, I was okay. more into like shooting stuff. And oh, okay. Then they had this track and field game where you just uh-huh. beat on the buttons. Okay. And it, you know, and I was... I thought I was athletic back then. So <laughs> okay, okay. So you, you that was kind of your entertainment. A lot of yeah. growing up was playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. I'll go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> go ahead. I thought you were through. Go ahead. No, I'm good. All right. Well, my next question was: We're going to go back to the book and talk about the strengths and weaknesses of the book. It, it was a pretty long book. How many hours was it on Audible? I cheated and did Audible, too, yeah. Now, we talked about this. That's not cheating when you listen to a book. (laughs) Angie? It was. You asked how long it was. Yeah, about Uh, how long do you think it was? I was thinking it was 20 hours. I remember it was a pretty good It was. It was very long. Yeah, Yeah. it's pretty long. What do you think were some of the strengths uh, and weaknesses of the book? And then we'll go to Jeff. Okay, well, okay, so as far as the strengths, even though I, it was, it was, okay, it was hard for me to, it, it didn't hold my attention, but when it did, the things I noticed about it were um, just our, how he brought out our human nature. I was thinking, even though they're in this um, other world, uh, virtual world, they're not, you know, it, not really reality, and they have these avatars, they still cared about what their image was, you know, mm-hmm. their, what, how people perceived them, you know. So even though, you know, it's not really that person that's a fake body or whatever, it, they still would spend money and just to keep that image alive. Does that make sense? Yeah, I thought that was interesting, too, that yeah. how concerned they were with what their avatar wore, what they drove, how yeah. they looked, even though it was a representation of them, but and it wasn't really It them. was funny, because even in that world, there were still classes. Did you all notice yes. that? Still going to school. You're, yeah, there was, and, well, I mean, like, social classes, like, so, like, you had to have money to go. Didn't you have to have money to, to be able to travel to certain places? Yes. And, like, if you didn't have money, you, you couldn't right. do as much, right. in the, even in virtual reality. Yeah, you got yeah. good at the game, and, it mm-hmm. you know, you got money 
Yeah. Oh, well, I guess people. I guess your skills could you could yeah. gain money that way. But I just yeah. noticed he was like even in, even he was a poor kid in the real world, and then when he went into the uh, virtual world. He was still poor in that he couldn't do some of the things the other avatars right. could do. Is, is that, yes. That's how I took it. Right. Yeah. Okay, so she was just saying. Okay, so the key is where his, And then he yeah. got uh, all kinds of money, yeah. and he was able to do Yeah, I, I can see why this, um, I can see why young teenage boys would like this story. I could totally get how they could see themselves, you know, hey, I, I could see myself being really good at this and, and finding that key and, just that chance of advancing in life just through their talent at video games. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, well, okay, most so of the time, skills. video games are like a, you know... Uh, an extension. An, an, yeah, extension or what am I trying to say? I don't know, like an Get extension from, of your life. Oh, or, oh no. an escape. An escape. escape. That's yeah. the words mm-hmm. I'm looking for. Yeah, escape I, from life. Yeah, I, I totally got that idea reading the book that there's so many people wanted to escape from their life. They were either bored or they didn't like themselves. They weren't happy and, with... And that's what happens now. Yeah, exactly. They just People just wanted to escape with their life, from their life. Okay, so she's saying the strength is he really did a good job of showing human nature mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to uh, avatars and how we, even though it's not really us, we still care how people perceive us through mm-hmm. our avatar. Jeff, what did you think the strengths of the book were? Well, it was keeping with the 80s theme. I mean, obviously this guy was probably knew a lot about the 80s that wrote it. Oh, you know? I could tell there's a lot of research he, that went into this book. Either researched it or he lived a lot of it. I know. Yeah. I kept thinking he either researched I mean, or he lived it, but either I way, I should have looked that up, but I didn't. Uh, all I can say is <laughs> that was the part that would bog me down. But and I mean, I think it was incredible how much of the '80s he was able to inject in that book. Yeah. But that was also what bogged me down. I, I just I couldn't. I, I don't know. I just it, yeah. I had a hard time just following all the details. Yeah, that's that's what I liked about it mm-hmm. is because everything he mentioned in there, you know, yes. I had I knew about. Yeah, I, I, w- I would read a sentence, and I wouldn't understand half of it. And I thought, well, Jeff probably understood everything yeah, he just said, everything. and I, and I didn't. Well, it's so, like so you could you know, me reading it. a classic novel. Oh, you know, yeah. That would be like me reading. I'd be like, I don't even know what. what they're, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm just convinced People that. People talk that, like this. <laughs> yeah, I don't something about that part of my brain, reading science fiction. I don't know what it is. I just, I, I have a hard time understanding some of it. But Well, the next question is. If if there were weaknesses, what do you think the weaknesses were of the book, Angie? Oh, it, to me, it was just I couldn't. Uh, I just got bogged down in how technical he got, and mm-hmm. you know, he just he really did just lay on um, the details and the facts. Did you think there were any weaknesses, Jeff? Uh, yeah, it was way too long. <laughs> yeah, I would but, say I agree with that. A little too much detail, way too long. You know, mm-hmm. I mean. I know in the movie it sped it up, and it did last a long time. Right. Well, we're going to talk about the movie here in just a second. Uh, Go ahead. Go ahead. (laughs) I'm really trying hard not to interrupt my husband because I'm really bad about doing that. Well, when when you do, I I forget what I'm saying, and it just it's bye. See ya. It's gone. It's gone. I can't remember what I was going to say. Well, let's go ahead and rate the book. Um, The the. The prize in the book was the Easter egg that we're searching for this hidden Easter egg. So we're going to use Easter egg as our rating system. So Angie, and do not hold back now, Mm -hmm. how many Easter eggs are you going to give Ready Player One? 
Unfortunately, I'm just going to have to give it, I think I'll give it two Easter eggs. Two Easter yeah. eggs. That's more than I thought you would yeah. give it. So, okay, two I Easter did enjoy eggs. some of the 80s references. Like when he talked about war games, and, and then I liked how they, certain games, they would advance that they knew the dialogue to certain movies, and mm -hmm. they had to know it word for word, and I thought that was kind of interesting yeah. how he did that. I yeah. thought that was cool, too. Yeah. I would, do they actually have games like that where you have to quote dialogue from movies? Maybe in the new ones. I have no but idea. It would be hard. Back then, there was nothing like that. Mm -hmm. back then. How many Easter eggs do you give Ready Player One? Yeah, you know, I'd give it four to four and a half. Make it four and a quarter. Because mm. <laughs> uh, it was so long. It was that, long. Yeah. And, you know, you had the over, over the top bad guy and just the characters in there. The characters were pretty good. But I just thought, you know, they could have done, he could have done a little bit more with some other characters. Mm -hmm. Maybe you know? not been so stereotypical on yeah. some of them. Yeah. 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 Well, that's what I liked about Artemis. I felt like she wasn't the stereotypical play. Uh, she wasn't the stereotypical character oh, yeah. because they described her. Yeah, she wasn't a supermodel. <laughs> she uh, was described as overweight. She had a birthmark over her face, part of her face, and um, she was super smart. And um, I did like the character of um, I did like the character of Wade Watts because he was very. They also didn't portray him as some super good-looking guy. He was just a normal, average guy. But of course, he was super intelligent. But I agree with Jeff. the uh, The man, the the bad guy, was way over the top, yeah. evil. It just makes you wonder: Are people really that evil? I mean, maybe there are some. I mean, well, that Nestle guy that wanted all the water. You know, uh, who are you talking about? about? The guy that used to be in charge of Nestle. Oh, I don't he, guess I know who you're talking about. Oh yeah, he wanted to. Uh, is this like a fictional character? No, this is or for a real. real. Character? It's oh. for real. Okay. He actually didn't think people uh, it was a right to have water. He was going to hoard it all. Wow, how did I miss that one? I don't know. I don't know. All right, let's talk about the movie for just a minute because it seems like every book we do does have a movie that goes with it. Did you guys like the movie? I was kind of in between. You want to let Angie go, or is uh, it Ladies First, or did I just? It was okay. I mean, a little too fast moving. And yeah, I mean, I like sci-fi stuff and electronic. I, I like the re when they were in reality. I like that, but whenever they would escape and go into the other world, I I just lost interest. But there was, now the race, and he couldn't, remember when they did the race, it might have been toward the beginning of the movie, and no, he finally look. figured out he had to go backwards. Yeah. That scene was pretty cool. Yeah, I did <laughs> like the scene. I did like that opening And he was scene. racing backwards, and was it King Kong that was yeah. trying to smash through the street? King Kong, and then T-Rex was in there. I liked yeah. all those characters. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was cool, but it wasn't in the book. You're right. You're right. It wasn't. Yeah. And that's. A, yeah. I just think that's just Steven Spielberg trying to spice things. Oh, up, I forgot Steven Spielberg. Make things a little more interesting. Movie. But really, the book was interesting enough. I thought yeah, I, that I mean, he didn't I'm, have to do yeah. that. I know we had to speed everything up because you know in the book it lasted so long. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But you yeah, know, that's true. The time period from in the book was a long way, but he had to make it like it yeah. happened in like four or five days. Yeah. Yeah. So, that is true. It's so so hard. To turn a book into a movie and get everything in it you want in it. Well, I don't care how bad the movie is. I always love to see the uh, the book go to the movie. I always love to see how they envision the characters mm -hmm. and how the setting looks. So even if the movie's horrible, I always think it's cool just to see how 
any book I've ever read, I like to see the movie. But I will say with this movie, the only complaint I had, and it's the same complaint I have with all action movies, is that the action scenes seem to last forever. I'm like, just get to well, the Easter, let them get to the Easter egg and don't take 20 minutes in every fight scene, I guess. But oh, like, that was cool. Man. I was say, <laughs> I like and the that's, fight scene. I, maybe that's a woman's perspective maybe. or just my own individual. Uh, there's some girls but and I women think, that like video games. And like, yeah, and like the big, long, huge, epic fight scenes. And Jeff, the longer the fight scene, the better for him. I uh, think. Some of it. Some of it. Some, and some movies. I mean, some movies are bad and the fight scenes just, just keep it going bad. <laughs> you know, but here the characters in in the movie didn't match the ones like you know Wade was supposed to be bald. That's true. You know, the they had guy. this a cream they put on to make their eyebrows and their hair, their body hair mm -hmm. dissolve, so they don't have to mess with it. And you're right, in the movie he actually had hair. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's okay. I mean I the guess girl was a little was, better yeah. than the book. I bet they just decided that oh, that's too unappealing yeah. for the big screen. I would think so. But. Maybe so. I mean, they brought yeah. in a cute girl for, to yeah. play. You know, <laughs> she was cute. Yeah. But I like that they didn't like Joy said. I like that they didn't make her over the top beautiful. You know yeah. that she was yeah. fairly normal. Well, she was cute. Yeah. yeah, she wasn't like right. She she wasn't just drop dead gorgeous. She was yeah, cute. but she wasn't yeah. like oh, uh, but yeah, she wasn't what the book said like Artemis in the book. Yeah, yeah, true. which you know, yeah, either way. All right, well, it is now time for trivia, but we're going to shake things up a little bit. Normally, it's Angie or me asking the trivia. Mm -hmm. Well, this time, Jeff is going to ask us some trivia from the book. Yes, Are you ready? I am. I've actually prepared. All I'm very right. curious what he came up with. Yeah, me too. And do we get chocolate or a prize? Oh, please say chocolate. You'll get some chocolate. All right. All right. Perfect. Now, are these from the book? From the book. From the book. Okay. These okay. are from the book. All right. All right, question one. Now, I'm only asking five questions, so three, two, and then I got a bonus question. Oh, okay. If you guys do are tied. Do we just yell out the answer, or do we Whoever take says it first, Whoever right? says it first. <laughs> All right. Or if somebody gets it wrong, I'll wait for the right answer. Okay. Hmm. This Wish is not multiple choice. High noon music. I know. Yeah. Okay, easy one to start out with. What is Holiday's avatar's name? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. It was a wizard. Was it Anakin? No, that's a Star Wars name. Oh, <laughs> oh you're right. Uh, but it was a but wizard. It, but it reminds me of that. Yeah, it word. reminds me of a wizard. It name. reminds me of that uh, word for Yeah, some and it does remind me of the word. It starts oh. with an A, right? Right. Oh my um, goodness. You are correct. Oh, it was it? No. 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 <laughs> it's, it's, it, it starts correct. with an A. It starts with an uh, A. It's like A-M something. No. A-W oh. something. No. Oh, okay. my goodness. We just got to read the and, book. Oh, what is that? I can't think of I've it. I've gone blank. I cannot think of it. <laughs> I can't remember. Anorak. 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 Well, now do you see why I said Yes. So you're much closer yeah, than It was close. Anorak. Okay. Zero, zero time. <laughs> we don't have a score okay. here. Now, question number two. To get... Uh, yeah, to get... He can't read his own Yeah, writing. I can't read my own oh. writing. <laughs> to get the key... <laughs> <laughs> to get the first key, oh, okay. they had to play Joust, the Joust game. What was the Dungeon Dra and Dragon's Maze called? Oh, the maze? Yeah, they had to was go through like the maze. Was it like Chamber of Death or something? 
Close, but good answer. Uh, Chamber of Doom? No. Oh, man. Very good. Tomb oh. of Horrors. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Tomb of Horrors. That's right. We're like zero for two. Well, he had so much in the book, it's so hard to remember. All I know. Hmm. Who did Wade? Here's another easy one. Who did Wade meet in the Tomb of Horrors? Artemis. Good job. One His zero. future GF girlfriend. Mm-hmm. All right. Woohoo. I got Dude. one. VGF virtual girlfriend. Okay. There's <laughs> yeah. another one. If you can name me the artist or the song that he says was playing in techno form. Okay. Song that was playing when Wade and Art and when Wade went to the club to meet Artemis. Oh. In the oh. background, he said it. Well, at one point there was a Cindy Lauper song playing, but there was also another the song. First one. Uh, was it Rush? No. Oh man. You're right. It was a, it was something I recognized. Um it was. Um in techno form. And then he said Duran Duran after it, and then Cindy Lauper was playing uh-huh. and all that stuff. That was the I first don't song. That, what the first song was. Rebel Yell, Billy Idol. Oh, I remember now. <laughs> Man, we should have known that because yes. we love Billy Idol. Because they were dancing like Billy Idol, and yes. I can't believe, yeah, how did I forget that? <sighs> what is the name of Og's avatar? I'm getting confused who. The Og. Great and Mighty Og. Oh. Or Mighty Og? Great Og. <laughs> Oh, close. The great and powerful. Oh, okay. Powerful. Oh, good. good. Hey, so you've got Do one. Do I get a and point because I, I was halfway yes. close? Yes. Oh, yes. Right. One, one. All right. <laughs> That's pitiful. <laughs> pitiful. Oh, my gosh. I can't read this. I guess I was talking too. I was writing too fast. Oh. Oh, this is Name the Game that is mentioned in the book. Where aliens come down, and you have to stick a hose in and pump them to kill them. Oh, I was gonna let you guys play one of those. Oh, so it's an Atari game. Yeah, it's an Atari okay. game. Neither one of you guys are gonna get it because it's Dig Dug. Oh yeah, <laughs> I would have never gotten that. That oh, sounds like a goodness. preschool game. Dig Dug, Dig Dug. Hmm. Okay, was that the bonus one? That was the bonus okay. one. I definitely that was hard. Was a We're bonus. tied one to one. Okay. We need a tiebreaker. Yeah. Tiebreaker hmm. coming up. Do you have a tiebreaker question? I don't have question? a tiebreaker okay. question, but I'm gonna come up with it. We can't uh, just split the candy bar. We'll just split he gets it. Us. We'll just we'll say it was a it was a twin tie. Yeah, it was a tie. twin tie. It'll be it'll be fine. All right, uh, we're about to wrap things up, but before we go, I was just curious. What are some of y'all's favorite memories or favorite things about the 80s? Um, I, okay, I love 80s music, and mm-hmm. sometimes when I'm at work, I'll put on like an 80s a station or a playlist, and yeah. I, I can listen to 80s music all day long. Me and too. it's funny because I've even heard Amanda, we have a niece who's a lot younger than us, and she tells, she's told me before that her favorite decade was the 80s. And then mm-hmm. I love the fashion the clothes mm-hmm. it was so fun being a girl in the 80s because you got to dress like madonna and mm-hmm. we wore like neon colored cl- uh clothes we got to wear all the scrunchies and all the we wore like three and four swatches and yes we'd bangles. wear all of our jeans our little t- uh, uh, oh, i had so much fun and and had uh, the hair that was feathered or the hair that we oh, yeah. braid and try to get as tall I didn't like the hair but I did like the, the clothes but, but I do want to tell one quick story so right. when Joy and I were in high school we had an FHA initiation and you had to dress up like a rock 
uh, a rock star mm-hmm. or a punk rocker or something to that effect. And so uh, we decided to be ZZ Top and our sister Jeannie. <laughs> Jeannie was so cool. She went and she helped us pick out these vinyl raincoats that were gray. We wore the hat. We had the beard, the glasses. We had these little fake guitars. And we all had to line up in the gym in front of the whole school. Yeah, was, our school was small, but it still was like 7th through 12th grade, all in the gymnasium. Yeah, yeah it was packed. Even for a small school, the whole, the, the stands were it full. It was pretty packed. And, yeah. they, and they would... Uh, they would have you step forward when it was your turn, and then people would applaud. And yeah, everybody they determined got, the winner by how loud yeah. the applause oh, yeah. was. Yeah, yeah so yeah. They, everyone got their little turn, but when Joy and I stepped out, Joy, I don't know how you remember it. Oh, I remember the I crowd erupted. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> I felt like a we, real uh, star for just a minute. We stepped out, and our, like I said, our big bushy beards and our sunglasses and hats, and we both twirled our guitars at the same time like ZZ mm-hmm. Top used to do. And in my mind, the place, the roof fell down. Yeah, I mean, it was. So did you guys win? So we We won. won. And the prize was $12. And I'll never forget this. After it was over, I went up to the teacher. The prize was $12? I thought it was a gift certificate for pizza or something. No, I can't believe I actually remember something you don't. It was $12. And I walked up to the teacher and I said, do we not each get $12? No, you'll have to split it, she says. Wow. (laughs) We got $6. So we got $6 a piece. I wonder what we did with that. Oh, you guys only won because you guys are cute. You yeah. know that, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Oh. they can see right through those scraggly beards. <laughs> yes, yeah. Hey, bearded or not, man. Yeah. Well, my favorite thing about guys the 80s love chicks. <laughs> were same deal was the music: Duran Duran, Cindy Lauper, Michael Jackson, Madonna. I mean, you could just go on forever. Uh, but Prince. They, Prince. Oh, I, I love Prince. Prince. Oh, I yeah. do too. I was a closet Prince fan. My friends. <laughs> closet, my friends yeah. Yeah. So are you saying people would have made fun of you if they had known you were a Prince fan? Probably. Because I in thought my he mind was pretty cool. Would. To me, it was cool. In my mind, they would have. Okay. But, oh, Van, uh, Van Halen. Oh, yeah. Oh, Van Halen. And then I guess mm-hmm. Def Leppard, they were 80s, I guess. 80s, yeah. mm-hmm. and, oh, they were in 80s, but they, you know, late 80s is when yeah. they had the Hysteria album that Blue, yeah, mm-hmm. I remember when that came out and listening to that over and yeah, over. Good songs. Um, do you? What are some of your favorite memories about the '80s, Jeff? You know, uh, sports, video games, uh, Grand Avenue. Oh, <laughs> yeah, there the was. We only went a few times. I'm glad you mentioned that Which, because that I was actually, a big deal. This I is a weird met story. You guys. Yeah, we need to share this because well, not as, we okay. there is this. Um, I don't know, a street called Grand Avenue the cruise, in Fort Smith, Arkansas. Where you pick up chicks. It was the cruising place. <laughs> and people from small towns in Fort Smith and from all around would go and cruise up and down Grand Avenue. Mm-hmm. I mean, bumper to bumper traffic. And Angie and I didn't go very much either. I can count. I think I went twice the whole time. And yeah, I, I went I I four or five times. Well, I went yeah. several times. I went maybe two, maybe three times at the most. But this is so weird because we were in our dad's uh, old Chevy truck. It was like a Chevy Silverado, but it was it was old. Short bed truck, but it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. We thought we were cool. We thought and we And I was driving, and someone said, hey, Angie, watch out for that glass bottle. And I said, what? And about that time, crunch, we ran over a glass bottle and proceeded to get a flat tire. And mm-hmm. these really nice guys came up and helped us. And I'll so never we pulled over on the, into a parking lot, or, or right, I guess right next to the parking lot. Mm-hmm. And um, 
of course, the police were on our uh, butt immediately, and they mm-hmm. had their lights flashing, and they, they were telling me, get out of here, you're blocking a, a driveway, which there was no business open that time, and out there just being jerks, but yeah. anyway, and I was like, well, I've got a flat tire, well, you better get it fixed, and of course, we're 16-year-old girls, we don't know how to fix a flat tire like mm-hmm. we should but i think we knew how but we weren't strong enough to get the lug nuts off yeah <laughs> so these guys just appeared out of nowhere and changed our tire i'll never forget i was so grateful and then years later joy meets jeff and he remembers us from grand avenue and it was he and his friend who changed the flat it wasn't tire. jeff it was his friend jeff was, was over there friend. yeah jeff was over there trying to pick up girls i was and rob his friend actually did the dirty rob work and, changed and my the brother tire. were changing the tire was there it kyle was, or oh, chad? Kyle it was, was chad there? it was chad oh chad okay and there was no room for a third person so <laughs> joy was talking or rob was talking to joy or whoever was I was driving. Yeah. Well, anyway, and so I was just standing back because I don't like police officers anyway. So I was standing back and I see a girl. I'm like, hey, how you doing? She said, hey. And that was it. Was that Angie or me? <laughs> uh, it was Angie. You really think he would be able to tell us apart after all these years? Well, it was Angie. Uh-huh. He kept saying one of you hair. had poodle hair. <laughs> I had poodle I hair. I remember the hair. If I had poodle hair, it probably was me. And here's the yeah. thing, you know, is, you know, Rob was fixing to go and do some medical stuff. Anyway, we ended up getting in trouble, and we didn't do it anything we planned, okay? But for the next three weeks, we came back because he, he didn't get nobody's number. He didn't get your number. <laughs> he didn't get your name. <laughs> I, Are you saying I, Rob came back looking for we, Joy? Trying- we, we all came back looking for Joy and Angie, the, oh, the good-looking girls. But we called you guys, which you guys are in my story. You guys are Alyssa and Amber, because those were the two hot girls from our school. So in my story, we just called you, and we would toast. What story are you talking about? I wrote it. Remember that a story? We we were in North Carolina during the ice storm in '99, and we, me and Rob were just sitting there. And you? No, and, I've never heard this. I don't think. And, you read it. Okay, so so you I had no. You and Rob had written it. I don't no, know something I did. Else you had done. I had done, but me and Rob were sitting there, and I was like, okay. "Hey, I'm gonna write this story." Okay, so I, okay, I'm think. sorry to cut you off, but so you're saying there was two hot girls at your school called Alyssa and Amber, and so Joy and I became Alyssa and Amber. Yes, in wow. the book because I'm so Joy <laughs> was the girl that got away. Wow, which may have been that one, and I didn't have conversation with Angie. So in my mind, I was like, well, yeah, she'll be that too. So then we were like, we're going to come back for the next few weeks. We're going to find him. So for the next 10 years, (laughs) we would talk and we would toast when we'd have a drink. We're like, to Alyssa and Amber. Oh, oh my goodness. It's <laughs> such a small world. Yes. That, and it's just, I guess it was fate. It was meant to be because exactly. you two wound up together. I guess so. Wow. I ended up with Rob's. Oh, just, just, just whatever you want to call it. His dream girl. So his dream his, his girl, girl, the girl that, got, that away. got away. The girl that got away. That probably could have kept him from whatever. And <laughs> I just happened to and be married to Rob. Yeah, and the other girl just happened to be. And now he calls Rob and says, thank God for unanswered prayers. You dodged a bullet, Rob. Oh, <laughs> well, that no. was a pretty cool story. I no. must say, that's a very cool story. Yeah, it is. But I kept telling Angie and you, I was like, I, I've met her. Mm-hmm. I was like, I know her. Uh-huh. I know Angie. And it was from Grand And she Avenue. was like, no, no, you don't. 
you ever been to Grand? No. That's what she said, no. Because I, I, said, oh. I guess in my mind, I, because in my mind, I went to Grand twice, and I don't ever remember talking to anyone. Because I, I, I really was very shy, and I wasn't out looking for boys. I just went because well, someone I else was, wanted to go. I was very shy, too. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> that's why I said, hey. Oh. Okay, well, said, that's, hey. that's pretty cool. We got some pretty good memories in yeah. there. Yeah. Okay, well, I guess just to wrap things up, uh, all three of us read... Ready Player One by Ernest Cline. It is a science fiction book. If you do decide to read it, um, it's pretty long on Audible. We think it's about 20 hours long. And we do recommend it to people who like sci-fi, 80s pop culture, or just if you're a self-professed nerd or a geek, you're probably going to love this book. Mm -hmm. Okay, any other final comments before we go? Nope. It's just, yeah, be prepared for the long haul. If you're gonna read it, <laughs> yeah, prepared um, to invest some time. I will mention real quick that we're going next week. We're going to do American Sniper, so that, yeah, I think that's going to be a next week is American discussion. Sniper, and also I'm pretty sure uh, I've been real excited looking at uh, the uh, our podcast is starting to grow, and mm -hmm. we have people from all over the country listening. Well, mm -hmm. I say all over, but. Uh, we're going to discuss like uh, different listener locations, and we're going to play a review that someone left, and then we are going to uh, cover American Sniper. So I'm looking forward to next week. Yeah, American too. Sniper. Thanks for being yeah. with us, Jeff. Oh, thank you for inviting me. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. All right. Until next time, we'll see you next time on Twin, Twin Talk. Talk.